I'm Carla Reeves, and this is Differently. Whether you feel stuck in survival, navigating a change, or seeking more for your life, may this podcast be your weekly nudge to take a risk to build a life that is uniquely bold, authentic, and in alignment with your deepest values. After a decade of coaching individuals from corporate leaders to creative artists to multi-million dollar CEOs, I'm convinced we are far closer than we realize to what we deeply desire, and it's a willingness to do differently that can change everything. Hey, Differently listeners, I am excited to hang out with you today. I want to uh, say a big hello and welcome to all the new listeners. I want to thank you for listening, and for those of you who continue to come back, Thank you so very much. I'm excited to hang out with you today. We are going to be talking about time. Could you use a little more time for the things that matter? We all know that our time is incredibly precious and that our deepest dreams and desires are also calling for our attention. And so why is it so difficult to actually live true to what you know in your heart? Most people are rushing around, stressing, and planning their next move to do more, be better, fit more in, so that someday they'll actually have time to do what matters. This is the illusion. You can go back to episode three. I talk about the someday illusion. I want to just throw up a yellow flag for this because it's so convincing, but it's really a lie. So if this sounds like you, get comfortable, sit tight, we're going to dive in. It's easy to get sideswiped into believing that this is just the way things are and that they'll forever be this way. After all, if you look around, everyone else is struggling with time and experiencing the same thing. However, I think I know something about you. You aren't like everyone else. You want more. You know it's possible but you're tired of trying the same old thing and getting mediocre results. This episode is for you. If you're listening when this is released, it's the beginning of spring. Spring is coming. It's time for new beginnings, new activities, new approaches, and time for new things. A deep change in the way that you experience and approach time requires a deep change in the way that you think about time. You can't expect to get new results with the same old, outdated thinking and behaviors. A new experience with time requires new, fresh thinking. Today, I want to share with you four unexpected ways to make more time for what matters most. Are you ready? Number one, examine your relationship with time. There's a quote by Stephen Griffith that says, time approached in a new way is your ultimate partner in creating the life you want. You guys, I know this to be true. I've done this and experienced this. It absolutely works. I want you to consider for a moment that you have a relationship with time, whether you realize it or not. You may have not thought about it this way, but it exists. What would be possible if you intentionally built, nurtured, and connected with time versus managing, strategizing, and working in frustration against it? You get to determine the quality of this relationship, 
It could be bad or good, air quotes, or even better, it could be great. I want you to take an honest look at the current state of this relationship. This relationship mostly lives in your mind. It's fabricated with what you think and believe to be true about time, and it drives and fuels your approach, your expectations, and ultimately your results and experience of time. Most people are busy trying to change their behaviors and learn new strategies without examining the driving force behind their actions. If you've tried applying new strategies and feel frustrated that you only make a little bit of headway but keep falling back to old patterns, you could be making the same mistake. The driving force to changing your ability to more effectively manage your time is your thinking. You must examine and lay a solid foundation first to set a positive and powerful relationship with time in motion. Here are a few questions I want you to reflect on. Feel free to write these down, pause, take them to your journal, or come back later and sit down and take some time to reflect. Question number one, or prompt number one, acknowledge and examine your own relationship to time. If you imagine it like a relationship, what does it look like? What does it feel like? What does it sound like? How are you behaving inside of this relationship? How do you think about this relationship? Number two, how is this current relationship with time impacting the way you approach your time? For example, if I have a relationship with time that is a little adversarial and frustrating and feeling like I never have enough and I'm always kind of complaining about it, my approach to time is usually from a place of there's never enough and I feel this sense of urgency. I feel like I've got to hurry. It's hard to be present to what I'm actually doing and I feel defeated at the end of the day. Prompt number three, what do you want this relationship to be like? What's one small change that you could implement to move this relationship forward in that direction? And I want you to really be thinking about your words and the way that you speak about time. This is one of the places that I first made a shift. I just started changing my language and the way that I spoke about my time. That started to set the pace for something different. As you clean up your words, your words are literally creating your world. And so that's one place you might look to take a first step. Once you've examined your relationship with time, a really great exercise is to write a letter to time. This is a really powerful example I've had clients do. I also offer this in my uh, Master Your Time online course, which I will link in the show notes. Writing a letter to time and getting everything off your heart and mind that you feel about time, your frustrations, your sadness, your upset, um all of it. Just let it all out. It will be a very enlightening exercise. The number two place where you can find time unexpectedly for what matters most is to fire yourself from old jobs. Most people are trying to do more. And it's really about where I like to work with clients is looking for where we can actually stop doing or shed old, outdated jobs and behaviors. You can find enormous amounts of time and energy here. 
and harness it for things that truly, truly matter to you today. Keep in mind that these can sometimes be blind spots and they really do require a willingness to sit and reflect and kind of deep dive into some patterns and behaviors that are likely rooted in your past. Consider that there are old ways that you do things that are robbing your precious time today. These behaviors and jobs that you gave yourself, you may have given, you know, at a very young age, and you probably needed to do them at that time in order to survive. But likely these outdated jobs are actually taking your precious time today and are the actual barriers to what you really want today. There's a quote by Marie Kondo that says, to truly cherish the things that are important to you, you must first discard those that have outlived their purpose. That pretty much says it. There's behaviors and things we're doing today that take up a lot of time, mental, physical uh, energy that are have outlived their purpose. Emotional wounds from the past can often have a huge influence on the way that we perform with time today. And they can be hard to locate. Um, and they can sometimes feel unchangeable. We can feel like we're going to lose something or lose a relationship if we make that change. It requires curiosity and close examination to see if these behaviors are necessary and relevant today. Examples of air quotes old jobs can look like this. Pleasing others, overworking or overextending yourself or taking on too much, never saying no, Uh, managing other people's lives so you're outside of your own domain of responsibility doing things that really aren't yours to do, overcommitting, excessive worry, overindulging, overthinking, overcompensating. It can be really easy to blame others, our jobs, our boss, our spouse, our friends, our family for the lack of time we have due to other people's demands. But extraordinary things can happen when you actually take responsibility for these potentially outdated behaviors and take responsibility for your precious time. And while there are many places where you can't control your time, there are quite a few places where you have absolute control. And sometimes it requires really teaching people now how to be in relationship with you. And you can do this with a ton of love. I invite you to give yourself permission to see things that may be hard to see, but that will actually empower you to make important changes. These are the places that will allow you to change the way you spend your time for good. Here are a few prompts to get you started. What outdated jobs are you doing? And I encourage you to look into all the different domains of your life. Second prompt, which ones are you willing to fire yourself from? And number three, what could you do? What would you do with this new time that you harness. Step number three to finding more time for what matters. Create a time vision. It's time to dive into what do you actually want for your precious time? In an ideal picture, what does it look like? What are you doing? How are you spending your time? What do you have time for? Where are you you investing your precious time and energy? What traction are you making on your dreams and goals? And how are you feeling as you navigate your time? 
There's a quote by James Allen that says, as we think, so we are. As we continue to think, so we remain. Again, the importance of your thinking and the importance of what you're living into. And a vision is a great way to, you know, kind of throw your hat over the fence and start moving towards something. Allow that vision to guide your actions and the way you're showing up right here and now today. Your old way of approaching time happened out of a need to survive. This new approach to time can be created with loads of intention. Set yourself up for success and pave a path to making the lasting shifts you so deeply desire. Once you've examined and cleaned up your thinking and some of those outdated jobs, it's time to cast a vision, a new vision of how you want to spend your time. Here are your prompts for writing and reflection. Number one, imagine your ideal relationship with time. What does it look like? What are you thinking and doing differently? Where are you investing in your relationship to time? What traction are you now making on your dreams and goals? And how are you feeling as you navigate your time? And this is really key because a lot of times, especially as hyperachievers, we're just going for that next achievement, next achievement without pausing to ask, what is it that I want to feel more of in my life? And are those achievements actually moving you in that direction? And more importantly, are they allowing you to feel that way now, right here now? Because ultimately, your life is here, not off someday in the future. Step number four in finding more time for what matters. Surprise, do differently. Now that you've reframed the way that you're thinking, You've spent some time reflecting about your relationship with time, and you've created a vision for what you really want. The next step is where the magic happens. We all know the definition of insanity, doing the same thing again and again and expecting a different result. The key with time is to start thinking and doing differently. When you change your approach with time, when you change your thinking around time, the way you experience time will change. It might sound strange, but I have seen it too many times to question it both in my own life and in the lives of my private coaching clients. When you begin to change the way you behave with time, time begins to reflect that back to you in all kinds of wonderful ways. If this sounds a little far-fetched for you at this point, borrow my belief until it becomes your own. Five ways to do differently right now. Number one, set aside time in your morning to intentionally plan your day. Have this new vision and idea around your relationship in front of you and ask yourself what one thing will give me a sense of accomplishment today. Number two, focus on the time you do have instead of worrying about the time you don't have. Lovingly say no to guard your time and make room for bigger yeses in your life. Number four, take one small step towards something you've been putting off until someday. And number five, when you find yourself sinking into negative thinking, pivot towards what you do want. Get out your vision, keep it in front of you, and take one simple, small, aligned action in that direction. Rinse and repeat. These ideas and principles require practice and they need to be applied again and again. 
If you find yourself slipping into old ways, know that it's normal. You've been doing things a certain way for a very long time. So this takes time to shift and change. If you find that some of these old, outdated habits, behaviors, jobs feel elusive to you or hard to do this work on your own, I am a mindset coach for hyperachievers. I've been helping hyperachievers for over a decade break free of these old, outdated behaviors that keep them in survival so that they can create success and fulfillment in all domains of their life and operate with a different time mindset. If you are interested in exploring how we could work together and the difference that would make in your life, reach out. Let's talk you will absolutely know if this is a fit for you and the conversation itself might open something up for you. You can go to my website, carlareeves.com, fill out the contact form, or you can even directly book a time to talk. I look forward to connecting with you. To recap, number one, ditch the someday illusion. Go back to episode three if you wanna learn more about that. Number two, identify and examine your current relationship with time and begin to create a new relationship with time. Number three, fire yourself from old, outdated jobs and ways of doing things. And number four, do differently. I hope that this conversation has begun to stir your thinking about a different approach to time and the impact that could have on your life. You might go back. There's a series I did on time way back in episode 32 to 35. Kathy Deco, who's a systems expert, joined me and we covered many different angles with it with relationship to time. So you might go back and check those out. There's also an event next week on Wednesday, March 15th. Mind your time. We'll be diving into rich conversation about this. It will be an interactive experience. You'll have time to do these actual prompts and really explore the real problems behind managing your time and the true solution to shifting your relationship to it so that you can feel productive and fulfilled. You can go to shiftco.global forward slash events to uh, register for that free online event. I will put a link in the show notes. That's all I have today. May I end with and remind you of the quote by Stephen Griffith, time approached in a new way is your ultimate partner in creating the life you want. Hey, thanks for tuning into this episode of Differently. I hope it stirred your thinking and I invite you to take one inspired action from something that stood out to you. If you want to hear more conversations like this, be sure to hit follow on your favorite podcast app. And if this episode could impact someone you know, please help us spread the word and pass it along. Remember, new episodes drop weekly. See you next week.